Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Tammy. All right. We are doing, can- well, we're not doing her, but we're doing Candy <laughs> Montgomery today. Ooh. I don't know if you've ever heard She was heard in her. Dallas, yeah? Did yeah. they make a movie about her with Jessica Biel? And there's a new one with, um, I think it's Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, the Olsen twin sister. Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, I really love her as an actress. Oh, yeah? Like, she's what else awesome. has she been in? Because I've seen her, like, on interviews, but I can't remember what she's been in. She was in, it was a superhero one. What's yeah. that last superhero one? Where she was, she was the villain. Oh, she was? That's cool. She was the villain. And that's uh, the first, because I remember watching it going, she looks like an Olsen sister. <laughs> and then I realized, you were right. oh, she is. She so is. She, I'm going to give y'all, so I, I watched, obviously I watched both um, miniseries on Candy Montgomery, played by Jessica Biel and, and Elizabeth Olsen. I'm going to give you my two cents on, on which one I thought was better, who I thought portrayed it more accurately, all that stuff. But Interesting they keep making stuff about her. No joke, but it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's definitely a weird case. I'm also going to give you my two cents on if... Like, if she were guilty and all of that, too. But oh, yeah. Yeah, this happened in Wiley, Texas. Yeah. So, we're right back down the to road. Texas. <laughs> well, my next one's about Texas, too. So, that'll be interesting. It's local. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, no. Um, always either California, Florida, or Texas. I'm telling you. Always. Yep. So Stay away. <laughs> that's what I've got for us today. Cool. Well, the, I'm, I'm excited because I haven't seen the Elizabeth Olsen one, but I haven't seen the Jessica Biel one, and it was dark. Like, I, it took me a while to finish it because it just was really dark. There was... I binged I it, mean, but. I don't know how much... And I tried to, too, but it was like I noticed myself. I was like, this is too dark. I, I need to get out and get some sunlight and smiles because this is, like, very heavy stuff. Yeah. Like, there was no real smiling or, you know, nothing light in it. Not that I, And not that it's a light topic, but it was just constant darkness in that one. So that one was a little hard... I think for me to watch. So anyway, they, well, in, in both the mini series, because I thought, well, I'm gonna watch this. I've already seen this story. Yeah. Let me just watch it because I had nothing better to do. And I ended up binge watching it on my treadmill every day. But um, different perspectives. So okay. you know what I mean. They, yeah. they each each mini series brought in different things that you know, like. I'll tell you when we get into it. Like I said, I got so many opinions on this. <laughs> um, Can't wait. But yeah, how they portrayed. You know, you know the the victim yeah. and, and and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think um, if you, I mean, if you want me to, I I liked the Elizabeth Olsen one better. better? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll have to watch. I'll definitely watch it after this. But both I'm were curious. good. Both were really. Yeah, good. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I mean, Jessica Biel did great. That one oh. was really good too. But yep. Was it yeah. Justin Timberlake was in it too? Her husband was one of the police officers. I he think, was right? too. He was. Or the detectives. Yeah, I I um. I didn't really care for... The, I like the actor himself, uh, the one in the Elizabeth Olsen one, the one that that one's called um, Love and Death. Okay. But um, he did not look like the... You, and he's a he's an actor who's been in several different things, but he played the husband okay. uh, of um, the victim, but yes. she... I can't remember her name off the top of my head. It, and I'm like, oh, you're Betty. Betty. Betty Gore. So... That's right. That's um, right. She... He didn't look like... He just, and then, this is going to sound awful. So, he's just not an attractive person, in my opinion. Uh-huh. I love him as an actor. I think he's fantastic. He's been in, like, Black Mirror and all that stuff, okay. and he's awesome. But when you paired the, him with Elizabeth Olsen, it looked weird. Um, it just did not. Nuts. No chemistry there? Yeah, so. Okay. All right, well, let's get into it then. Let's do it. Montgomery, born as Candace Lynn Montgomery. She was born November 15, 1949, and she is an American housewife accused of, of murdering her lover's wife. Who she was friends with, right? Who she was friends with. So both the story, both the miniseries do follow that same um, concept in, 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 in background. Um, they do portray Candy as... A social butterfly, she was 
if she is, I'm sorry, Candy, Candy is still alive. Yeah. Um, she was, you know, actively involved. They all were very, very heavily involved in their local church. This took place in Wiley, Texas. Um, Betty Gore is the woman that she does end up killing. There's no question about whether or not she killed her. Right, we all right. know she did yeah, kill she her. she for sure did. Um, what, she confessed, I think, right? She she ultimately did. She yes, tried so. she tried to hang into, you know, hang on that story that she didn't do it. Um, and then her story would later change. But the story behind what happened and all of that is where it gets really, really interesting. Okay. So, um, they guess they were involved in, you know, their church. They were, um, the church had a volleyball team mm-hmm. that a lot of the parishioners were participating right, yeah. and the adults were. And so they were friends. But one thing that both the miniseries also stayed consistent with was that Betty Gore was not a very friendly person. Mm. They both kind of said, you know, she was hard to get close to. She was moody. They even say at some point she was suffering from postpartum. That was my speculation. Yeah. Which and you know, and Betty Gore would have an affair with her husband in the past. Oh. So I didn't know and that she's part. a victim. I'm not you know, I I, I she still got I murdered. Struggled, but she still got murdered. So I'm like <laughs> I hate putting her in that light, but it does play a role into this. Yeah. Their marriage wasn't solid. Their marriage was not solid. So, um, Betty Gore would be killed by Candy, and Candy would strike Gore 41 times with a wooden axe inside her home. That's Uh, what we call overkill in the biz. That is where, that's what I'm saying. That's where (laughs) it gets a little wonky. We've got some different factors and variables that make it weird, but, um... There were, I'm going to post pictures, so we'll have pictures on here. There are pictures of the crime scene. Oh, no shit. They have. Um, and the Elizabeth Olsen miniseries does go into more detail on, um, not, not necessarily showing it, but they um, go through the trial a little bit more. And so oh, they okay. talk about, like, you know, what happened to Betty's face and, you know, all this other stuff. So they talk about certain things, which, again, goes into this whole defense but are you going to get us kicked off Facebook with these pictures? <laughs> oh, are we going to put those on Facebook? We can't put those on Facebook. No, no. We oh, okay. Kicked off. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I like, thought you wanted to put on crime scene pictures. I'm like, we might get kicked off. <laughs> they might be I'll, like, you're axed. Oh. I'll, whoops. <laughs> you're axed. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose, but Dang I'm intended now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we can post the link, but. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's yeah, do that instead. Maybe it's, not. Facebook is, is, yeah, is weird. Now the, you can, the police will come out. The Facebook police will come after us. You can post yourself half naked, but. Don't say punch or kill or anything like that on Facebook. <laughs> One time Tammy said, um, I'll kill you, like jokingly to my husband on a post, and they, they booted her for what, three 30 days? 30 days. days? I got kicked off for 30 days. No, that was up for when you... Because I just oh said something God. like, I will. I said I'm going to kill you in your sleep. I don't know if I said, or I'm going to punch you or something. I don't know what I said, but it was something... Oh but yeah, I, I just can't thought, say I those just, things. I determined I was like, oh yeah. You have to say Facebook, I'm gonna unalive yeah. you, right? I'm not yeah, I'm gonna unalive you. <laughs> so dumb. Gotta get around it somehow. But hey, we're podcasters here. My fifteen year old was the one that told me you have to say unalive. I'm like, what are you doing? Wait a minute. Why did she know that? <laughs> I know that. <laughs> He's like, you can't say any of that stuff. Like because like, they go funny. into those games so chat and they, they get blocked and, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, oh my gosh. Oh anyway. So um like I said, there are two mini series. Uh, the one that Jessica Jessica Beale is in is on Hulu, and it is called Candy. And the one that Jessica, I'm not not Jessica, I cannot Elizabeth Olsen is in is called Love and Death, and that one is on on HBO, which is now Max. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever rebranding. <sighs> Oh, they just keep making me re-download the damn app. Oh, I know. And then like, you got to remember your login. It's such a pain. We have yeah. to do it, too. Keep it's up. Just like, come on, people. Make make life easy for me. Right. Um, so both are worth a watch, and they do provide, like, different perspectives. So, um, and again, I'm going to give you my perspectives at the end. There's also a book called Evidence of Love by John Bloom and Jim <coughs> Atkinson, and I will have some stuff from there, too. So, obviously, Candace, uh, she was Candace Wheeler before she got married. And um, she's accused of, mar- of murdering her close friend, Betty Gore. This happened on June 13th, 1980. So almost a year from today. 
I mean, a year, well, 18 million years. <laughs> 18 million years from today. <laughs> I'm Is that 43, so, yeah, 43 yeah, years? Yeah. yeah, 33 years. Like, Although I meant, I guess, summer. Like, so right around this time of year, because we're yeah. in June right now. So um, so she was having an extra extramarital affair, say that five times, with Betty's husband. Candy Wood, um, so they ran the same circles. They all, you know, were at the same church. Betty did not like the new pastor that was assigned to the church, and, and she was said to be not necessarily, like, ugly to him, but she was not friendly at all. Um, she would, you know, grunt and do sighs during service and stuff like that. So there was no love lost between the pastor and Betty Gore, and Betty and Alan, Alan is her husband, would ultimately end up leaving that church. So um, during one of the... Um, I guess, volleyball things in the evening and practices or whatever they're doing, games or matches. After that was done um, that evening and everybody was going home, Candy approached Alan Gore um, and said, you know, would you be interested in having an affair? And both the series kind of stick to that script. She went up to him and she was like, would you be interested in having an affair? Yeah, kind of weird. Like, weird. it wasn't it wasn't really much of a pickup line. I mean, a fair just like... happened organically. But, I mean, you know, who am I to judge? Who am <laughs> I to judge? It just felt very rigid. Like, it yeah. was like, okay, you know, I don't know. It just, it didn't feel very, uh, like, romantic, I guess. You would yeah, think no, no. you're going to have an affair. It would be because you have romantic feelings yeah. for someone. Yeah. But it was like, this is transactional. That's the word I'm yeah. like. It felt very transactional. And I feel like as far as the personality, so let's talk about, let's talk about appearance. Jessica Biel, uh, by far, they nailed what. Yeah, she did awesome. Um, Candy looked like. Candy looked like. Yeah, the, I the agree. The curly hair perm. Now, Elizabeth Olsen, they definitely tried to pretty her up. Okay. I'm not saying that Candy was ugly, but, you know, well, the hair was done better. You know or... what I mean? Yeah, yeah it just yeah. wasn't, it wasn't super accurate. That's not what she looked like. Right, right. Um, so I will say that I, I did kind of take note of uh, Jessica Beale got that god awful haircut. She took one for the team. Did she? I thought it was a wig. She got a haircut. She wore that. Whatever. I don't know, but whatever it is, not. it looks she didn't get her hair done like that. I know, <laughs> no, I know. because what? Why, that'd be a real sacrifice for the job, right? That is how they do that's stuff. I like base my actors and actresses. No offense, I'm gonna get a lot of hate if J Lo ever hears this. I'm sorry, J Lo. But <laughs> J Lo, can you play something other than pretty? Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> We're putting so, in the request. I'm going to name some crazy, some actresses that I may not always agree with personally, but I think that they're damn good actresses. Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. doesn't care what she, Glenn Close, yeah. a, a, amazing actress. Oprah, oh. on like The Color Purple. Yeah, it's been Whoopi a Goldberg, like if you, yeah. those ladies can act. And so what, yeah, I love when an actress doesn't have to always be the Pity role, like right. Um, okay, Charlize Theron, yeah. Dude, when she played in Monster, I've never seen that one. Oh my gosh, she put on weight. I mean, they really. Looked, oh, she, see, I don't know that I'd be able to do crazy. that sacrifice. And she's dropped dead gorgeous, but yeah, she took one for the team. She did fantastic in Monster, so props and kudos. But yeah, so definitely Jessica Biel looked more accurately like Candy. So she approaches Alan. Alan initially says, "I'm not interested." Thanks. Both of these, um, <laughs> thank God, I hope that's what my husband would say. I just can't even imagine this conversation. Um, excuse me, Ellen, do you think you might be interested in having an extramarital affair? Like, hey, do you have a Tylenol? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's like, nah, pass. <laughs> right? Like, is, are we just going to go to first base, second base? Like, what are we doing here? Um, yeah, so, so uh, what's her face? Candy has two, two kids. Alan has a daughter. And Candy and Alan's daughters are actually best friends. Like, yeah. they're constantly together. Like, um, sleepovers together. Sleepovers, you name it, all the time. And then uh, Betty would be pregnant at the start of this. Betty would be pregnant with their second child. So she's pretty, um, when they start the series, she's pretty much ready to pop. Okay. Um. So Betty was a middle school teacher. And she, she in Collin County, Texas. And she... Didn't the kids did not like her? Her house was TP'd like so consistently. Like, and, I mean, it's just it, it, she was but not a. If we can pause person. on that for a minute, though, because I got the impression it was postpartum too, and it wasn't really widely talked about back then. So part of me kind of hurt for her because it was like, okay, I could see why she wouldn't be liked, but also like red flag after red flag that she has postpartum. Yeah. Um, I don't and know maybe how. I don't know if it happened still before the before she got pregnant, but that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Because 
a lot of this, what, like the middle school, you know, she was not pregnant when she worked at the middle school and stuff like that. So could be she just, that was her personality. She just wasn't a warm and fuzzy, you know, yeah. you got introverts, you got extroverts, you got people that are super social and some just not. And, and then you've got moody people. So yeah, I do think that postpartum probably, probably played a role in this, but her, her not being liked went back, went way back. So that may just not be, she may just not be a, yeah. a good person. Some people not just person aren't likable. Yeah, she just wasn't likable. There <laughs> you go. Um, so Pat Montgomery is is Candy's husband. And he was said they were, you know, they were pretty well off. They weren't super rich, but he was an electrical engineer. And he worked for Texas Instruments. So they 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 were by no means. For the calculator people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I wrote, when I was writing this, I'm like, I don't know who that is, but now I know. <laughs> Those big, like, fancy calculators. Yeah, the ones that, like, do all out. the crazy graphing and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't even know how to plug that in. No, I I was more pencil paper. Like, I I had the fancy one because they required it in high school, but I remember my math teacher being like, why don't you just use a calculator? I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm sure it drove her crazy. I'm the calculator person, but I basic. Do it. I'm like, yeah. plus two. Yeah. That is, yeah, no, no, no. I don't know when they're like. Even the plus percentage. I'm like, mm, is this right? <laughs> I'll do it exactly. longhand. <laughs> It's too much. We don't need that much math. I just, I, let me just throw this out there. Never in my <laughs> life math. have I needed to know, like, rent, like, I don't go in, around in my job when a lesson. I saw a solution triangle. We could take geometry out of the school system. I'm just saying. Geometry, we can X that. Thank you. So, his, um, Candy met him because she, at work, they're working at Texas Instruments. She was a secretary. They would marry in the early 1970s, and they had two children, a boy and a girl. So the affair between Candy and Betty's husband, Alan, began about a year and a half prior to Betty's murder. Um, in the Hulu miniseries, Candy reportedly approached Alan, so that stays consistent, and, and that also in the other series um, on Max, that's the same thing. They say that she approached him in the car after volleyball. Um... They agreed that they wouldn't turn this anything into anything more than sex. Like, it would just be about sex. And the 11... Transactional. Yeah, exactly. Until it seems to me, especially in the mat with Elizabeth Olsen, she caught feels. He never really did. I mean, maybe, you know, well, you get... hello, he, she asked his wife. She sure did, but I really think... I'll go into that. I really think um, my opinion on it is was self-defense. Truly, truly, truly. Um, despite kind of all the stuff. But interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole time, especially the Elizabeth Olsen one, I'm like, nah, there's just too much. And I'll, and I'll go into why why I feel that way yeah. and, and all of that. But good, because I have a question. Yeah, oh, me, trust me, the whole time <laughs> I'm watching it, I'm like, what what, should, what happens? Um, but yeah, she would he, he you know, they they, had, they go through, they go back and forth about, you know. I love spending time with you. Anytime you're really having sex with someone, of course there's some feelings going to be attached to it. I don't I don't believe in the true friends with benefits. I think that sometimes... Oh, yeah. I think like, it's hard to not catch feelings for somebody that you're intimate with that. I like mean, that. that's like God's design. Like, that's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. intercourse is, to, is supposed to, is supposed to uh, build that emotional yeah, connection. connection, you know? So... Um, yeah, I think, I think more so it was her because he ends up not really having an issue kind of ending it. He sees, he sees that his wife is struggling, Betty is struggling with postpartum. He Mm -hmm. sees, you know, with the baby, especially after the baby, their second baby is born. Um, he knows he has to be home a little bit more because he's traveling now for work. So he tells, he tells, um, Candy, you know, we might need, we need to kind of cut it. And, and so she, she seems to be, she doesn't go all like fatal attraction. Um, but you can tell like her feelings are hurt a little bit. So, yeah. well, I mean, she, she, at least in the, the one that I saw, the Jessica Biel one, what's that one called Candy? Mm-hmm. Okay. In that one, it seems like she sees Candy as a friend to her, like a good friend. And then finds out that they've been having this affair behind her back mm-hmm. and stuff. And Candy goes as far as to throwing her a baby shower and things. Yeah, so. yeah. They, um, no, they do show the baby shower in the, yeah, they do, in the other one too. Um, but yeah, no, they, there's, they definitely were friends. They ran the same circle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is always crazy to me that affairs can start so close to home because yeah. it's one thing if you're having an affair with someone who doesn't know your family, like mm-hmm. they don't know the hurt they're causing, but when, you know, whenever you see oh, yeah. like a best friend sleep with her best friend's mm-hmm. husband, like you know Ugh. that person, you know their family, like you know the destruction that you're you're bringing yeah. and you're still and you're willing to do that to your friend. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy it's to me, but it, you know, the devil's real and that stuff happens all the time. So, um, Betty was originally from a small city um, in Norwick, Kansas, and she married Alan Gore in January 1970, and they moved to an area just outside of Dallas. Uh, began, Betty began teaching elementary school in 1976 in Wiley. That's where they ended up in Wiley. And after giving birth to the couple's first daughter, um, Alyssa, Betty told Alan in the fall of 1978 that she wanted to begin trying for a second child. Um... Betty did, as far as we know, she did have an affair with, I believe, someone from the school. It was one of her students, but it wasn't oh. her elementary kid student. I want to say. <laughs> I would hope she'd be in jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And she tells Alan about it. She she does, you know, this years past, but she does tell, tell Alan that she had an affair. They move past that, but Alan will confide in Candy about that. So maybe that's how he justifies yeah. know, his affair. Eye for an eye. Stupid, don't do that. that That's not justification, but maybe that's what he was thinking. Back to uh, Parenting 101. Two wrongs don't make a right. (laughs) Yeah. But um, anyway, so they they want to have a second child. Um, Their relationship was was not in the best of shape, really and truly. They do, like I said, they do think that she suffered from postpartum depression after the birth of her second daughter. Um, And then things continued to deteriorate emotionally and sexually. Um, throughout that, but they said they say that they had started to improve briefly after the second daughter was born. They'd even attend a couple's like marriage retreat, and Candy would watch the kids for them while they went while they go on this marriage retreat. So, so that crazy. seemed to have helped. Now, when they go on this retreat, Candy, were they already having the affair when they went on this retreat? They were, remember. but they had stopped. They had ended the affair. Okay. He tells Candy, "I need to work on my marriage." Blah 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 blah, and. So Candy's like, okay. So they go on this marriage retreat. Alan comes back. He tells Candy it went really well. Like we, I have hope for my marriage. Yada yada yada. Candy's kind of like, it's not what I really want. I want to have here, you know? Yeah. But she ended up. She did watch the kids for, um, <laughs> for Betty. So you know, there's there's some there was some jealousy there. I'm sure. Uh, Candy, as much as they were hating on Betty, I'm gonna hate on you for just a second. Although I do think Let's. that you were you were in self defense mode. You were awful to her, her now ex-husband, Pat. She was awful to him. I mean, I don't they portrayed you accurately. You were a bitch. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that, Pat, you are a trooper. You have earned a saint star. I'm pretty sure you've got a straight shot to heaven, especially yeah. in this the miniseries on Max with Elizabeth Olsen. He forgave her for the affair. He, he, he continued to st- stand by her. Yeah. He never spoke ill of her. Um, and she was, she too was like just a kind of cranky old hag with him too. So. And it's just crazy too. I mean, she, she almost at least was portrayed as entitled mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to his support. Yep. You know, after having an affair and then killing the wife of yeah, like the husband that she shown yeah for no. the affair at least you know what I mean and yeah. not really for the murder either no and even towards like her husband who's there she's like you know mm-hmm. it was all about her there was not a part of yeah. her that even thought about how it affected him nope. so you know we've talked about narcissists but but she, I mean she's a narcissist <laughs> like they all have all these criminals have, have at least a little tinge of I narcissism. mean my gosh it's just yeah, yeah it's really she crazy. was not good she was not kind to him especially no. she I don't think she ever really took into account of all the stuff that she was putting her family and her husband through her kids she too kept, you know, it's really crazy she played the victim role a little bit for so, sure um so they did attend that um, marriage retreat called Methodist Marriage Encounter. And that seemed to have helped a little bit and rekindle the flame and it helped them work through some of their issues. <laughs> um, so although the affair between Candy and Alan is now over, Alan does tell her, look, after 11 months, I need to work on my, you know, my marriage. Um, Betty did become suspicious. It is not clear in either miniseries how Betty, and this is Candy's story, because this all came out the day she was murdered. 
we don't know how she found out. Now, we do know that Alan found out. Not, no, Pat, I'm sorry, Pat is Candy's husband. We do know he found out about the affair because he found a letter in Candy's drawer from Alan. So they were not being careful. Aye. Now, I don't know how, if Betty found out, it never comes to light how she found out. So when Candy um, visited the home on June 13th, 1980, Candy's story is that Betty confronted her about sleeping with her husband. So backtrack just a little bit. Um, baby's born. Betty's ba- second baby is born. So baby is in the house okay. when all of this takes place. Right. That's right. Candy's, uh, the Candy's daughter wanted, um, Betty's daughter to stay over one more night and they wanted to go see a Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. So Candy, um, had said she needs to go ask Betty for, you know, permission and she needs to get her swimsuit because if the, if Betty's daughter was going to stay the night again, Candy needed to take her to swim lessons. Right. So they're all at church. They're doing some sort of play. The kids are. And Bet and Candy says, I'm gonna run over to Betty's real quick, grab the swimsuit, make sure it's okay with Betty that I take um her daughter to I'm bad with names, so we're gonna leave out names <laughs> to the movies tonight and let her stay the night. And then I'm gonna run to Target because this is right before Father's Day and I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some um Father's Day. Oh, how nice. She's gonna think of her husband for once. And here's here's all I was like, they had Target in the eighties, but Apparently they did. You know, I had that thought too. I, yeah. I wonder if that's accurate. Because I, I feel I'm, like it's in the story. I'm an army like brat. I was in Germany in the 80s, so I don't know if we had targets. We weren't even alive in the 70s when a lot of this was going on, right? When they were meeting and oh, all that's those true. kind of things. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know, but I grew up in upstate New York, so it's a little bit different up there. Then, and we didn't here. have Target up there for a really long time. So Target was like, when we moved down to Texas, it was... They're like, deal. oh, we have Target. That's exciting. That's hilarious. We had Kmart. That was our highlight. Oh, Kmart. Like, I'm going to go to Kmart. They, Kmart still had a few stores. I wonder if they're still open. Or if they just away. totally went. Yeah. I Kmart. think they did. I don't know. They Y'all, might if you have Kmart where you are, let us know because I haven't seen a Kmart in years. Um, so I was more, I spent a good 20 minutes being more shocked that there was Target <laughs> back then. But uh, so she does, she ends up. She ends up going to Betty's. She knocks on the door. Betty's like, oh, you know, um, didn't know you were coming. And, and Candy's like, oh, wow, you know, I'm in, I'm in a hurry. Yeah, here I am. I'm like, uh, I also have to go. There weren't really cell phones back. You know what True. I mean? At yeah, church. yeah. And so she's not like she could pick up the text yeah. real quick and That's say, hey, yeti, yeti, yeti. So I know to me, I'm like, I'm like, don't just pop in. Like, I got dogs that bark and I'm always on the phone. Like, tell yeah. me that you're coming. Yeah. And now we can, but back then it was probably more normal to just yeah, show to up. just pop in. Yeah. So she does, and she says initially, uh, Betty is, you know, not not um, confrontational or any. There was no really indi- there was no real indication that Betty knew of anything or was treating her any differently. Mm-hmm. So she just asked Betty, can you know, can I take a little Lucy to I don't know, that's not her real name. <laughs> To the movies, they want to go to the movies, yada, yada, yada. If we take her, you know, we know we have to take her to swim practice. So Betty's telling her, okay, just don't forget her mints because when she likes to go under, when she goes underwater, she sometimes that. blah, blah, blah. So um, Betty invites her in and, and Candy's like, I really can't because I've got to go get yeah. um, those cards. I need to get back to the, she needed to be back in time for the play. Right. She was doing stuff at the play at church. And... I'm sure Texas can be pretty spread out, um, and I'm sure in the 80s, the stores were not near. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm sure she needed a 20-minute yeah. run here. And then Wiley's still pretty rural. Yeah, yeah and it, I'm sure, and more in the past several years where it's become more populated, so I'm sure it was, like you're saying, it was pretty. Yeah, yeah I need a 30 minutes just to there. get to this Target. Um, yeah. It's the only store in Wiley. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. But, it's the original, um, apparently. Right. <laughs> hey, it's still there. Hey, we should go Ooh, drive by this house. Yeah. Ooh. The house still has to be there. Ooh, let's do it. Field trip. <laughs> I'm sure people like drive by every day and they're like, get the hell out of here. Is it a museum now? They should. A bed and breakfast? Yeah. Bed and breakfast. Come on. Hey, that's a market for us. There we go. There's yes, an excellent bed and breakfast. <laughs> you know we would make money off of it. People would oh totally stay and stuff like that. They pay top dollar. You know, there's been a lot of stuff around the Dallas area. Maybe we just buy up all the old criminal houses. Yes. <laughs> We make we make bed and breakfast out of them, and then uh, we'll like add little noises and stuff while they're sleeping. Yeah. We're gonna make sure you guys get the ultimate experience. <laughs> like you're not gonna come out of this going nothing happened. Oh, 
you're going to pee your pants in our bed and breakfast. It might be fabricated, but yeah. you'll have an experience. Anything can happen uh-huh. at any time. So, yeah, so she's she finally, despite, you know, refusing Betty at first, she does go in for, for a quick second because she needs to get that dang bathing suit for the dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Betty wasn't going to go get it for her, I guess. Yes. So she walks in and, and, you know, Betty's like, you know, they're talking about the movie, blah, 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 blah. So they had like Cavalier, I think they were Cavalier King Charles, um, and Betty had just gotten another little puppy. So she's, you know, Candy's like, oh, you got another little dog. And she's petting the dog and yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> so they start, they sit down. Betty offers her coffee. Candy doesn't drink coffee, but they're sitting at the the... Kitchen table. This is this is Candy's story, by the way, because only two people know what happened. Yeah, in that one thing, of them did, and one of them's dead. So, um, they're just making small talk, and all of a sudden, Betty says, "Candy, did you have an affair with my husband?" And Candy <laughs> says, "Yes, I did, but it's been over for a long time." Mm-hmm. And I can't remember specifically, but Betty kind of calmly walks. Um, she goes, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get, uh, the swimsuit. I'll be right back. So she goes into the laundry room, which is also, which also leads out to the garage. And when she comes back in, she's carrying an ax. So Candy's like, um, you know, what are you doing with the ax? What's going on? And Betty's like, you can't have him. He's mine. And they, so they start to talk a little bit. And Betty puts the axe down, and Candy's like, okay, I'm going to take this bathing suit now, and I'm, like, skedaddling. Yeah. An axe is a weird thing to show up with. I mean, that would... Of all the things. Like, if she was going to do something, grab a kitchen knife. That'd be a less... The axe. Yeah. Like, that just... That's just weird. That's a weird thing to grab. It's uh, less conspicuous, I guess. That is a... Like, that is an instrument that... I mean, it's just a gruesome instrument. Not that the knife isn't, but an axe... Yeah. Dude, the knife you're stabbing, the axe you're chopping. Like well, and if she had a knife, I know I'm going to, you know, murder a 101 here, but if she had a knife, she'd be able to attack a lot easier without suspicion from Candy, probably, right? right. Because having a knife in the kitchen okay. is like a normal thing. Yeah, but carrying around an axe, it's going to put somebody on the defense. Just murder my, 101, my probably not the axe, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, it is weird. What to take away from this podcast is, <laughs> if you're going to murder the mistress, yeah. don't bring an axe yeah, to axe the party. Yeah, axe is probably not your best weapon. <laughs> but, so she, she, they get into a scuffle, and they start going back and forth. Like and, physical? Or? Yeah, okay. yeah, because now at this point, she thinks she's safe, but Betty picks up the axe again, and really goes at Oh, she starts candy. falling for her. Yeah, so Candy's saying she's she's defending herself mm-hmm. at this point. Um, Betty would even swing at one point and get Candy's toe. I don't know. It looked like in the in the show. It looked when they show the the scene of you know like like the axe okay. hitting the foot. It looked like he cut the toe off, but apparently it couldn't have been that bad because Candy's fine and never goes. Well, and yeah, she goes back to church and stuff after, yeah. right? Which I know we haven't gotten there, but yeah, like she goes on with her day. So I don't know. Like, if it just scraped her? I don't know. What but, was it like the... Was it, like, um, horizontally or was it vertically? Horizontally. Okay. Because I was going to say if it was vertical, then that probably would have been a little bit more self-inflicted during... Yeah. Oh, during right, right, like, yeah, That's yeah. why. Yeah. That's yeah, why I asked. Yeah, it was weird. Um, and there would be blood from that. And then, of course, she uh, Candy does get an injury where she is, like, the blunt part of the axe gets her on the top part of her forehead. While she's swinging it, not while Betty's doing it. I know that they say that, because uh, I guess when they were fighting, um, the axe, like, is down by their sides. And so when they try to, like, swing it back, they both uh, have their hands on the axe. And it hits it hits um, Candy with blunt side on the, gotcha, gotcha, on the gotcha. top part, like, where her hairline is on right. the forehead. So they gets her there. Now they're, now they're going back and forth. Um... Candy must have put up a one hell of a fight because if you look at the size difference, Candy's as skinny, skinny as a real woman, and Betty was not fat, but she was definitely um, taller. You know, her build was yeah, much bigger. Maybe then. Candy is in better shape. Yeah, that's true. She was doing that volleyball. True. Betty was at home, so yeah, true, I mean, true. Get up, murder one on one. Workout. Play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That's it. I mean, who knew you could get such a workout? Um, so. She would end up with the axe, Candy would, and she would end up 
um, in, in at least in the Max series, she would hit her a couple times in the arms at first, mm-hmm. and then um, Betty was still kind of like trying to fight her for the for sure. axe, and and so she would she would end up uh, hitting her like straight center on the top of the head, mm. and and still alive. Oh Betty, that did not kill Betty. Uh, Betty would actually be alive, and they go into a lot of the detail, like I said, in this Max series. Um, she would be alive for much of this. Oh, my God. Much of the 41 That's wax, horrifying. she was still alive. Um, so, yes, Candy would hit her 41 times with an axe. Um, it's Stephen. I'm going to mess up his dang name. Y'all know who I am with these stupid names. Um, <laughs> Def, Defabow? What is it? Yeah, I'd say Defabow. A sure. former Collin County Sheriff's deputy who worked on the case described the scene as um, something from a horror film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said specifically that of The Shining. Okay. So, um, that's that probably like the, the, the horror melt movie. But, yeah. oh, oh, that's yeah. why. That's why. Because it just premiered. Like, interesting. He's like, I just went and saw this movie, so I'm going to go ahead and refer- yeah. reference it. <laughs> yeah. He was right. I'm like, calm down, dude. <sighs> Anything can be described as a horror film with blood. Anything. True. My paper cuts. No joke. No <laughs> joke. Or um, pimples that don't stop bleeding. Oh, God, yeah. That's <laughs> annoying. You're like, listen, I'm trying to put my shirt back on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so according to Candy Montgomery's 1980 courtroom testimony, so she said she would arrive, blah, blah, blah. She said that she ended the affair a long time ago. They do go into great detail um about that in in the max series um that mo- so this scuffle did take place in their utility room right right outside of the um because it's weird i'm like why did candy walk over oh maybe i don't know if no, she came out with the axe she sets the axe down what's her face i'm in my mind i'm playing this movie back in my in my mind betty comes out with the of the utility room with the axe, but she sets it down. So Candy goes into the utility room to grab the swimsuit and try to skedaddle. And that's when Betty has the axe. She turns around, faces the exit of the utility room, and Betty's there again with Can the axe. Can we just talk about this? Candy. I'm you walk shit about into that a utility and... room with your back to a person who brought out an axe <sighs> to scare you or kill you or you don't know. And you literally turned your back to yeah. them? Survivor a, 101, guys. In an enclosed room? With no escape, what, what the actual hell? Real dumb plan. Yeah. So I'm like, I if, have another daughter. She has she has a bathing suit, or or it'd be like little Lucy swimming in some shorts. Yeah. Because I'm never or, coming or back. Or we're not doing any of it. Yeah. Like <laughs> screw the swim lessons. Yeah. I need to get out of here. Your daughter's gonna tuck and roll in the car on the way out because I'm dropping her ass off in yeah. like an hour. So. Yeah. So she goes back in. So that's so the so the, the whole thing takes place in the utility room. Candy would say uh, as her testimony, because they're like, you hit her 41 times, like you just said. Yeah, over here. <laughs> Where does it go? Where does the line go between self-defense and, you know, like 41 times? Like that. But they also say, like, I'm going to give both perspectives on this. In one breath, they say 41 times is a lot. But in the other breath, they say that she's alive for most of it. Yeah. So she's, you know what I mean? So obviously the, 20, the first 20 wax aren't doing it. Well, and honestly, at that point, you've already crossed the line. You're yeah. like, I... It's a fit of... Ra- like, not I that adrenaline. I, I yeah. don't know. And I think that, too. Like, I mean, not that I... There's no defense for killing somebody, like, the way that she did. But I think, too, when you hit a moment of trauma the way that she probably did because she is actively trying to defend herself, thinks she's going to be murdered, and then turns around and starts murdering her, her you know, this person... I imagine that there are, like, all rationale goes out the window. Oh, for sure. And your brain just goes into this totally different mode that you probably have never accessed before because you haven't had to, but trauma can cause crazy things. So not that it's justified, but I imagine in defending her for her own life and then the adrenaline rush that she's got, whether it's nervous or just she keeps getting back up. Like, Betty keeps getting back up. I mean, mean, like, horror horror film 101 – Jason and Freddy Krueger, they keep getting back up. Yeah. So, I mean, what's yeah. that one? What is the one where they're like the double tap? Where the That movie with the zombies. Oh, my gosh. Zombieland. Oh, where he's like, one. zombie, like the double tap. You got to shoot them like one extra time just to make sure oh, they're yeah. dead. Oh, no, wait. I feel like I have seen that 
The Devil's Hat. Like, that sounds familiar to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a terrible movie. Zombieland's hilarious to me, but... So, yeah, I mean, so so they say, oh, you know, 41 is, is a lot. And, and if you think about it, 41 is a lot. Yeah. You know, if you count out 41 in your life, especially with the swinging of an axe. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's not like a little knife that we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. It can be heavy. Sheesh. So she says, you know, she didn't think Candy in her testimony said, I didn't think. I didn't think at all. I raised it. I believe I that. Her, and I hit and I hit and I hit. And that's what I did. Yeah, she probably wasn't counting them out. No, for sure. And she's like, she didn't stop until she reached a point of utter exhaustion, which was 41 blows later. 40 of them occurred while uh, Betty Gore's heart was still beating, oh forensic God. 40 expert. of them? Yes. Oh, Vincent. my God. So, I look at it from both sides, like, oh, my gosh, this poor woman was alive. Could you imagine yeah. that the, in the amount of damage sustained to her body, oh, uh, her the right body side body. of her face would be re- pretty much hacked off. Oh, my God. Ah. I mean, you know, fingers were gone. Like, so she you was. I mean, her body was in shock at that point, though, and yeah. she probably wasn't even coherent. For sure. Or, like, like, praise Jesus, I hope so. Um. So, Candy is, after after this. She goes into she goes into Betty's shower. She takes a shower with her clothes on. Then she leaves the house. She goes back to her house. She takes a shower now with her clothes off. Puts her clothes in the wash machine and in the dryer so that when she gets back to the church, she's still in the same clothes. She's in the same clothes. So that she she processed and, and thought about. Um, I got to be honest, though, and I know there wasn't a lot of true crime around then, but God forbid I ever ended myself in a situation where I was in defense for my life and had to ha- go through something like this. I feel like I'd probably be thinking 10 steps. I mean, we're moms. You have to think because you're in her house. Ahead. You know what I mean? It'd be different yeah. if Betty were in my house, but you are in your house because you can run the, the premeditation theory here. Yeah. Yeah. But I will tell you why I don't think this was premeditated, and they do talk about this in, in, the, um, in the series, but... So she goes back. She's obviously late. She's she's missed the play. <laughs> oh, yeah. so she didn't get to Target, did she? She didn't get to Target. She told everybody her watch stopped. So she lost track of time. Track back watch? in the day, we ain't got cell phones. It's true. That's true. So her watch stopped. She completely lost her track of time. People will say, uh, will will end up, you know, being witnesses in the in the testimony, and they'll say. She really didn't seem different. Her demeanor hadn't changed. She didn't. She just was like, I'm so sorry I'm late. Nobody really thought anything of it. So I'm going to go through the last part pretty quickly uh, in the trial and all of that. Because, again, this is a miniseries. So it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty long. Um, I will say, so she leaves. Baby is in the crib. Remember that Betty oh had God, a, that. A, an infant. Alan is out of town. I left that out. I'm sorry. Alan is out of town. So he has been trying to call Betty all day. Before he left town, Betty didn't want him to leave town. She she didn't like him leaving town. She thought that he needed to be home more because of the baby, blah, 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 blah. So he's trying to call her all day long. Nothing, nothing, nothing. He calls Candy. Candy goes back. She she continues about her day. They go to the movies. She takes him to swim less. Like, everything else goes with Betty's daughter. Yeah. So he can't get a hold of Betty. So he calls Candy, and he's, and Candy says, I was over there earlier to get the swimsuit, yada, 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 but she I mean, was fine, we had that, coffee, so blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know, so so they knew that. So Candy's at least admitting to the fact that she was over there. Mm-hmm. So now everybody knows she was over there. It's now into the nighttime, and, and Alan cannot get a hold of his wife. So him, the baby's he's freaking there. out. Yeah. Oh my God, the baby's been there the whole time. He was, she was there for a good while. So he calls mm-hmm. the neighbor. He and then so he's calling the neighbors. He he asks his neighbors, um, you know, have you seen Betty? Blah blah blah. They're like, well, maybe she's out. This was during the day, and now it's nighttime. It's eleven thirty at night. That baby. Oh my god. And it's probably my like well, maybe around hurts. eleven. It's around eleven because when by the time they find her, it's about eleven thirty. So it's about eleven <sighs> o'clock at night. And he finally asks his neighbors, the guys, the husbands, he's like, can you go over there and check on her? Because something's wrong. Right. She should have picked up the phone. And they, sure enough, they go over there and they go into the garage and like her car's here. So they go through the house and, you know, Alan goes, you have my permission, go in the house, look for her. So they go through the house, they don't see her, they find the baby first in the crib. She's fine, but she's obviously covered in feces and things like that because she's spent the entire day in the crib. So, they say she's filthy. It stinks in there. They would find Betty in the utility room. Initially, they think that she was shot. 
because they kind of so just do like a, like a quick like oh my gosh see all the blood and then they close the door and the cops would think initially that she was shot as well. I don't know how because her face was disappeared, right? Her face was like chopped off. She got all these freaking cuts all over her damn body. You know, usually a gunshot, you got one wound. You know what I mean? So maybe you they you're got not, like, close cut range all over the with damn... like a rifle or something and blew her face off. So crazy, but, but yeah. yeah, she's other. He's, she's hacked otherwise. So that's. So he calls. Alan calls Candy at at eleven thirty again, and he he basically tells her they found you know the neighbors found her dead. And so Candy's like, shit. Um, so since the next morning, the police... She's like, crap, I didn't think people would yeah. find her. <laughs> Still plays it off like, oh my gosh. That one TikTok, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. <laughs> what is this? Um, <laughs> right? The next morning, the police reported that um, Betty was murdered with an axe. So they do de- they do you know determine that it was an axe. And they Not find a bloody well. footprint, which would then be li- like later traced to Miss Candy Montgomery. Duh. So, upon learning the news, Candy used a pair of garden shears to cut up her rubber sandals. Because the prosecutors would would pull her in and ask her. So, she goes back and forth of, you know, she completely plays it off. Like, she has no idea what happened. But, you know, they're doing this investigation and they've found found, um, a fingerprint. They found a footprint. So, they're starting to go, hey, whoever did this. Because first they think this is a maniac serial killer or passerby or whatever. Yeah. They go, no, 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 no. This footprint's too small to be a man's, yada, 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 so... Well, and honestly, I mean, that's a crime of passion. Like, that... Yes, exactly. Her, the, the, the gruesomeness of this crime, that's a crime of passion. Like, you don't just kill a stranger with that kind of, like, an axe, that, that brutality. Yeah. Unless there's right. a connection. And there's no rape, or there's no... There was no... Uh, that kind of rage. Burglary, there was no... You know what I mean? Like, right. nobody broke in. Yeah, true, true. So... Yeah, so they start to they start to trace it back to Candy. She she really does try to maintain her innocence for a while, and then she hires a Dan Crowder who was a personal injury attorney, and they knew him from church. They all ran the same circles. Oh my God. Could so you imagine having to defend her? Nope. And he finally asked her. He said, "You're gonna have to be honest with me. You can't lie to me. Like right. I can't defend you if you don't if you tell me." And so she tells him, "I did, but it was in self defense." So he goes as far as like having her visit a, a hypnosis, um, as a therapist that can do hypnosis, to try to try and figure out what happened that night and what triggered her to go. She says, you know, the loss of control and the reason for the forty-one wax has something to do with her mom <coughs> and her, her mom. like child, her childhood, like her something happened to Candy when she was little, and she sustained an injury and. Her mom kept shushing her in the ER, like, what do you think, what are people going to say? And sh- and so when Betty shushed Candy in the triggered. utility room, it triggered, I don't, I don't know. All I, here's what I think. Do I think Candy acted in self-defense? Absolutely. I do think, and here's why. She told everybody she was going to Betty's house. True. She said, I'm going to her house, I'm picking up a swimsuit, blah, blah, blah. So why are you gonna tell everybody you're there? Right, right. If you're not gonna go, she so and when she got back, she said she was at Betty's house. Mm-hmm. So she, I do think whether the women got into a fight and it was a mutual fight, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I do think that one of them was acting in self defense. I don't think that, or maybe both. And, yeah, I mean, Candy, the affair was over for a while. Eight months. It's not like the affair had just ended. Yeah. I get her being mad, but... Yeah. So, yeah. she definitely... I do think that it was self-defense. I don't think Candy is this upstanding citizen and, yeah. and divor- de- like deserves this, like, medal of valor. But um, she definitely, you know, she's a POS. She's having an affair with her, you know, with her best friend's husband, her friend's husband. Well, she does confide. She, so, Candy has another best friend, and she confides a lot in that best friend. So, that best friend knew all about this affair and everything. Ah. That That's the kind of best friend we all need, because she, she, that lady, like, held on to those secrets. And I mean, I appreciate somebody holding on to my secrets, but also, if I had a best friend that was condoning an affair. <laughs> right, exactly. Not the best friend for me. <laughs> yeah, somebody, you need, yeah, be careful who you, because we want people to yeah. keep us on the right track, for sure. Just to have an affair. And it wasn't, like, she was just like, eh, I need a little more adventure. So, instead of, like... Looking for that adventure with her husband. She's looking for it outside marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So I would hope my best friend would be like, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. you know, yeah, you, mm-mm. I'm like, that's I know, the way. I know that's you'd have been like, no, <laughs> we're no, not doing that. Not. Yeah, that's not, that's not, you wouldn't have to worry about it with me, but still. 
for sure. Um, yeah, we've, we've, well, in my 37 years of life, have I had a friend that has contemplated an affair? Absolutely. Have, have, uh, I said those things to her? It's not Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, absolutely. Did it kind of sever the relationship a little bit between the two of us? Yeah. Cause they didn't like what I was saying, but yeah, I had a friend who had an open marriage. Oh. And then I didn't I didn't know that she started like exclusively sleeping with this person Jeez. that she was working with. She she shared all the other details and I'm like I really don't want to be the person. Like I don't no. I'm glad you guys are figuring things out for yourself. I don't think this is the way to do it personally. Right. But then she she tried to set me up with that guy that she had been sleeping with. Didn't tell me she'd been sleeping with him. And then tried to set me up with him. And then kept telling me, well, I think he's gay. I mean, it was just so weird and twisted. And then once all of this came out, I was like, I can't be friends with you anymore. And she was like, you're such a Christian. And I mean, I started to read her message back because I wrote her like an email. I started, I read the first line and I'm like, nope. And I, to this day, I've never read it. Because I'm like, there's no way. I mean, that's just the enemy trying to attack my character. And I know what I did was the right thing for me to protect myself. And so I have no interest in reading what she had to write. And there were people who were like, I don't think I could have held on. The curiosity would have gotten me. But I was like, nope, I have no interest. When you reach that point, whatever relationship it is, when you reach that point of being done, you're done. Like you you just, you're like, I don't even give a crap anymore. It just wasn't the right friendship for me. I mean, it wasn't going anywhere good. So no, I mean, she's been married like three other times since since we broke up like 10 years ago. So maybe less than that. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, um, my face of shock, but yeah, I mean, they, yeah, there's open marriages. I mean, I'm not, I won't get into my personal opinion on it because nobody gives two rats about it. <laughs> yes, but, they do. That's why they're here, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, all jokes aside, we talk about murder, we talk about killing and all of that, but the reality is Caitlin and I are very spiritual. And yeah. so, um, yeah, our belief systems are, are of that. Like, um, you know, my mom used to say, you don't step out of the shower and into the rain. So yeah. an affair will never, ever solve Right. Anything. In fact, you know, the damage that can be done from an affair. Axes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Careful what you do. You never know what the what the person can turn on you. <laughs> my gosh. I mean, if nothing it. else for this reason. No joke. And I mean and so the so the the trial would begin October of nineteen eighty. And um Candy's self defense or Candy's defense attorney, Crowder, would argue that she did act in self defense. And um Candy would actually testify. Uh so she was found, spoiler alert, if you're going to be watching this miniseries, um, she was found not guilty. The jury did find her not guilty, and mm-hmm. she did walk out of that courtroom. Um, so, Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You said they found her not guilty? Yeah. Oh, on self-defense? Self-defense. Wow. I don't remember that part of it. For some reason, they I thought she They said she, was she acted in self-defense, and there were a lot of good points brought up, um, you know, because... Candy's character, Betty's character were brought in, and she was not, they even had the pastor of the church go on the witness stand and, and say friends, and everybody said, Betty was not a not a nice person. I don't know that. I don't, I didn't know Betty, so I definitely don't want to speak ill of yeah. her, but that's just how the sh- both of the shows portray yeah. her, which I found to be interesting. So mm-hmm. I guess they're basing it off of, like, witness testimony and things like that, so... They did find her to act in self-defense. I do think that there was, yeah, there was a level of self-defense. I don't think Candy went over there. Uh, The story is true. Her daughter wanted to go to the movies with them. She Mm -hmm. needed her swimsuit. She told everybody she needed the swimsuit. I don't think Candy went over there. She left behind a footprint. She left behind fingerprints. She didn't go over there with the the kill bag. Right. She wasn't prepared with the ass. So premeditated, yeah, you wouldn't go. Now... Should Candy have told the truth and just said this was self-defense, blah, blah, blah. Yes, they bring that up, you know, but you lied initially, so why aren't you lying? You know, why wouldn't you yeah. lie now? Again, blah, blah, though, blah. trauma. Yeah, I mean, she's that's afraid. Trauma. I'm sure she's like, I'm going to go to jail for a long, long, long I know. Long time. My kids, my yeah. husband's going to find out about this. Like, there's a level of shame. Yeah. I don't justify it, but I just try no, to, like, no. think and about why Candy, if I was in that her, situation. She's her own little character. She's, you know, she's a little prima donna. So, yeah. I do, oh, yeah. She's got her own quirk, so definitely don't find her completely without without faults right, in any right. of them. But so the last scene in Love and Death, the Max series, it shows Candy and Pat leaving Texas and they're heading to Georgia. They they need to start a, a new life. Like the small town Wiley now knows what she's doing, and they, yeah. they want to give their marriage. And Pat to is still with her. Wow. Nope. At least at nope. least at this part. At this part, he's yeah he's hanging in there, and like I said, she's not very good to him. No. <laughs> so. Little is known about the couple afterwards, other than they do get divorced eventually. 
uh, Montgomery Candywood, um, she would attain, obtain a therapist license in Georgia. No. Her maiden name, Candace Wheeler, and she would she would uh, start as a therapist in 1996. Tell me it's a marriage therapy. <laughs> Was it? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And she would, I think she would also do, like, children with trauma. Like, she would do trauma and stuff like that, too. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. If you were ever seen by Candy Montgomery... <laughs> Please write. I, I want to know how this was. Yeah, it can be anonymous. I don't care. But holy hell, how with her daughter? Her daughter's how? a therapist too. Now I don't know where Candy's at now. I, maybe she's still in Georgia. I know she's still kicking it. But Alan okay. would remarry twice. Um, but yeah, she goes into therapy and she moves on about her life. Unreal. But, Crazy. I, I highly recommend both of those series. I literally could not stop watching either one of those series. Yeah. Um, great little watch, and you can learn all about Wiley, Texas, and what goes on there. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> People from Wiley are like, what? Most oh, certainly man. not. It's a small town. I, you know, I've heard good things about Wiley. I love Wiley. Yeah. It's yeah. far out there, but it is. at least but the property are. taxes are phenomenal. I love Wiley. Oh, yeah. That's probably true, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking really quick to see where she lives. She's 72 now? Yeah, so she's 72 as of, this was in, in April, I'm Googling, and in April she was 72 and still lives in Georgia, and she's, I don't know if she's still a counselor or not, maybe she's 72, so, unless she just doesn't have a retirement plan. She's, she's yeah. Pat- you think she has friends? You, they gotta I mean, come imagine? on. Crazy attracts crazy. Yeah, I she's guess gotta true. have friends. Could you you are friends with Candy Montgomery <laughs> Wheeler. I'm sorry, Carlos. Wheeler. Pat's like, get that name off her. No joke. I would too. That probably. I wonder if that was part of like the divorce agreement. Like, drop my name. I don't want anything yeah. to do with you. Lose my number. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I liked both of them. I, I I loved. I didn't go into as much detail as the series did. So there's a lot. Of, there's a oh, lot yeah. of nuggets and things you're gonna get out of that out of those shows. So. I wonder too because I know a lot of times when they do those like made for TV type movies that they they like add stuff in that's not accurate to the story just to make it juicier. Like when we were um, talking about the Steven Stainer, how they made that movie about his life. Like they they kind of, like, zhuzhed up how he met his wife and, like, made it seem mm, a lot more... Yeah, glamorous. You know, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't as... It was like they just met because they worked together. <laughs> I would say... Just, not as big deal. Of the book and the two series, they, they followed the storyline pretty... Did you read the book, too? I've, I read tidbits of the book. Okay. Like, what is this? Uh, evidence of love for dummies? Uh-huh. I'm showing out. <laughs> but basically, you know, like, little blurbs here and there and... and, and um. Yeah, like excerpts. Taken from, yeah. So, but, I don't know. I mean, this is, yeah, it's interesting now they add different details to it, but I'm curious. If you've seen both of the miniseries, I'd like to know which one um, you liked more. But, yeah, as far as depicting the the characters, like, accurately physically. Yeah. All the way, Jessica Biel, that's, she, she, they nailed how she looks, Yeah. Yeah. And the other characters, too. They stay pretty true to what they look like. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was a good one, but it was definitely dark. I'll have to yeah. go back and watch the one with Love Elizabeth and Death. Wilson. The one with Elizabeth, not as dark. A little yeah. more upbeat. It's, it's got a little bit of comic relief in it as well, too. Yeah, so. and even just, like, the music. Like, the lull mm-hmm. music that is, like, constantly creepy music in the background in Candy. I, it just, that part was so dark. I literally had to take a break from it for a while because it was, like too heavy Dirty. for me yeah Dirty. like I was carrying Dirty. around Dirty. that like weight of, yeah it's just which is silly but it was it was just so dark that it's like gets in your head sometimes and I'm like I can't keep watching this I gotta give it a break I'll tell you what I don't want I yeah I don't like this sounds y'all are gonna laugh when I say this but I really don't like dark stuff like that and as I as I sit here and like, talk on a murder <laughs> podcast that's why but, there's some lighthearted side too, right? I'm mean, glad some humor. Not that we make fun of, but just because sometimes there are some things that are like, what the hell? Um, what's his face? Joaquin Phoenix when he did the Joker. Oh yeah, that is one movie where I walked out like I feel like I'm suicidal. Like it really messed with you mentally. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine uh, having drop. to prepare for a character like that. Oh, and that's why he's that shit crazy because he yeah. plays all these damn roles. And then they said he got that's a whole nother podcast episode on that the behind the scenes of that movie and walking phoenix like they were worried about him because he got too far into that character yeah 
Ugh. As they say, actors do. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, it just watching it was dark enough. Oh, I hated that movie. Only because it was too much. It was too yeah. dark. He did a fantastic job with the role. I just... And it just it feeds people down. who are already dark. No shit. That's the scary part no about those shit. kind of... It's not just like people like us were like, okay, we can put it down. But it like feeds the crazy and the darkness of people who are like that already like predisposed. Yeah. Lego movie. Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> no parents. <laughs> you don't want exactly. <laughs> No. So, I mean, I enjoyed... If, if they came out with another miniseries, I'd probably watch that shit too on this. I'm just going to yeah, say. Like, I joke. don't know why I'm... Obs- but you know what? Hey, I'm going to drag you. Caitlin to this damn house. And yeah, we no, you don't get some pictures me. of us at it. Yeah, we're going to take some <laughs> selfies. <laughs> and we will put these up. Yeah, I Googled while we were talking, and the um, the one that Alan and Betty lived in has been, like, sold several times. I the bet. most recently was sold for over asking price around three seventy four, but I don't know exactly what year that was. But that was out in Wiley, though, too. You know, it's a little well, bit different market out there. Fear not, my my pets. Tammy can, Tammy can pull tax records, so don't you worry. I'll yeah, and out. I want to know, too, about... The Montgomery House. Like, I, I'm curious oh, about both yeah, houses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the church. We like, we can, we can go on a yes. whole Wiley tour. We yes. can go to the Target. <laughs> Let's go Dude. to the Target. Dude, we will go to the Target. But we have to wear the same thing that Candy and Betty wore the day. Oh. So we need some Who's going to be Candy? Who's going to be Betty? Oh, <laughs> We draw Not straws. Not one of them had good hair. No. <laughs> okay. Because Betty the had glasses. the bowl cut. Yeah, the giant glasses. Then. And the candy had the freaking perm. I don't even know. Neither one of them had good hair. So oh my God. I, you have to be candy. You have curly hair. Okay. I'll do the, my hair's not black, but yeah, I'll like spray paint it. I'll have to me. like put it up or something because I have really long hair. It'll be too way too long compared to hers, but. We're literally going to get kicked out of all these places. <laughs> I'm just saying. I wonder if we're the only ones that have ever thought to do it though. I mean, maybe there's just a bunch of people walking around like Betty and Candy in Target. So uh, these mentally Oh, these ladies. people again. Yeah. Another one. Pulled up in a freaking Tahoe. <laughs> Could we rent one of those, like, town cars that they had? Didn't they have, like, oh crazy? Oh, my gosh. You're taking it way too far. Too far. Dude, I'm bringing my ghost, I'm bringing my ghost hunting equipment, though. You know, if, Ooh, it's yeah. all, if it is a bed and breakfast, though, best believe that I will ask we can if we can go. that shit. No joke. I'm just saying, we need to we need to capitalize on well, this idea. Like, no, we don't want to stay in the bedroom. We want to stay in the utility room. Yeah, we can like, make that's that. That's what I want to say. Okay, you you can have the utility room. <laughs> I'm staying far away from that shit. I'm like Betty. The one and only thing. time that you and I have gone not ghost hunting, but where we ran into that like poltergeist situation, I had to shake that. Oh, so I don't my think gosh. I could stay. Yeah, you have to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, I don't think I could stay in the utility room, or maybe even the house might be too creepy for me. I mean, but. for the fact of it to be sold so many times in Wiley. Like, y'all have to understand, Wiley is not like Dallas or Fort mm-hmm. Worth. Like, this is a small town, and Wiley is still pretty rural from yeah. DFW. It's growing. Area. It's It's got some new builds and stuff out there. But. but, you know, the jobs, like, most people commute into Dallas, DFW, the Dallas-Fort right. Worth area. So, they commute into this area. So, Wiley is a good hour, hour and a half with traffic from yeah. Dallas. From Dallas, too? So, I would think, I mean, from... Definitely from Fort Worth. From Fort Worth, yeah. I think, but Maybe. I'm not sure. It may be a little bit closer to Dallas, I think. I, if I've never had it's to go to Dallas. It. Only because of the traffic, that's why. It's not the people I love Dallas. I just, if I don't, if I never have to go to Dallas, I'll be, I'd be the happiest person alive. But sometimes we have to. So, yeah, I mean, it's still pretty far out. Um, but I, I do love, I do love Wiley, Texas. It's, it's, it's got a little small town feel to it, and I mm-hmm. like it. Won't for long though, because that's what Texas does. But that's when, yeah, all of this stuff is going. They'll build up north. Well, we got no room for them here, so I know, right? But anyway. yep. So that was my take on Candy Montgomery, the two miniseries, and it's a popular story. So I'm sure you all have opinions on it too, right? Yeah, we'd love so. to hear. I'd love to hear what y'all thought. Comment on our social posts, and if you've and... been to the house or anything like yeah. that. You want to join our crazy brigade when we go? <laughs> I could fit seven in my car. Call me now. <laughs> Carpool. <laughs> Call Auntie Cleo. We'll get you in the car. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, okay. So before we close out, I just have to say, I don't know if you saw, we have a negative review. We have our first negative you review. Bastard. I'm and not a person negative heart. reviews, but no, not he, said, he said we were eh. You're eh. Okay? <laughs> and he wasted his time. It wasted an hour of his time. Um, 
listening to it, and then he was wasting his time writing the review. And I just would like to say, I mean, I'm sorry that we weren't your cup of tea, but, you know, we are not podcast professionals. I edit. I have, <laughs> we both have other full-time jobs, by the Yeah. Way. We have jobs. We have kids. And we do this on the side. We're not getting paid for it yet. Hopefully we get paid for it soon. Yeah. But, you know, we're uh, just kind of doing it the best that we can. And it's not always the best quality. We get that. But, you know, we thanks, thanks for hanging in. And if you if it is a waste of your time, you, you can hit stop yeah. and go listen to another podcast. Well, you don't have to listen for the full hour. So, um, and then you didn't have to write the review. So, like, scroll by, buddy. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't That's, really hurt I, my feelings. But it just kind of was like, oh, dude, come on. You wasted all your time. Then, then why did you do it? Why yeah. did you bother? I mean, because, well, you know what? My husband, if he turns on a movie, he's he's he has to commit to the whole damn movie. Really? Like, how many times have we started something and we're like, this sucks? Yeah. I will. Why waste my time? Yeah, like a, like a book. If you don't grab me in the first chapter, I'm done. Did he go write a bad review about it after he didn't like a movie, though? No, he, does, he, no. Loves, he loves every movie. National <laughs> Lampoon's Dorm Days, the oh. dumbest movie ever made, and he loves that thing. Um, I, I left it after five minutes. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it's a guy thing. He stayed committed, but, I mean, if yeah. nothing else, thank you for committing to the episode. Yeah. And, uh, but we do, on, in, in, in all jokes aside... Um, we do love those that you guys that yeah. have left reviews. The other nine. It gives us some inspiration to yeah. keep going. Um, and suggestions. We are not opposed to um, constructive criticism. You're not, I'm not a crier. You're not going to hurt my feelings. We'd love to hear what we could be talking about or doing better. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, if you do want to leave us nice, nice remarks, <laughs> yeah, so we go ahead and leave a review. Gonna, yeah. Right. Please. Yes. That guy hurt my feelings. <laughs> Um, yeah, leave us a, leave us a review and, um, you know, Facebook, I think, I don't think we have any, we have, we have one Facebook review, but it makes zero sense. So I think it was some kind of robot because it's not even about our podcast. Oh, it it's a five star. So it at least makes sense. Oh, at least thank you for that robot. But, um, you know, Facebook, uh, Apple podcasts, I don't know if we have any on any of the other platforms yet. Um, I've checked, I haven't seen anything, but anyway, my point is just go ahead and give us a review or even just a, a quick five star. If you have time to do that, that would really help us kind of bump up in the plays. And, um, you know, we have Facebook and Instagram and TikTok that we haven't been so good about lately. And we got to get better about, but follow us. And, um, yeah, we're, we're going to be closing out the season here in a few episodes, but we definitely want to hear your feedback because we're going to be gearing up for the next season towards the end of this year. We're just taking a couple months off to enjoy time for their family over the summer. Um, but we hope you like the episode, and we hope you'll tune in next week when we talk about Yasser Saeed. If you've ever heard of him, uh, he's another local yeah. case out of Louisville, uh, Texas, um, based on some honor killings. And he was on the America's Most Wanted list, and it's a really wild story. And we actually have a witness from the trial that we get to talk to next episode. So you definitely want to tune into that. And um, yeah, so we hope we'll see you next week or that you'll be listening. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.